Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome everyone. Hope you're well. I'm your host, Ben Lively, and you're listen, listening to Shaken Awake, episode number 28. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in wherever you are and whatever you're doing right this very moment. Wanted to take some uh, thank some new listeners that started listening last week and made some comments and reached out to the show. Just wanted to welcome you aboard. We're we're glad to have you. And as always, I promise you another great show, but more than anything, my hope for you today and always is that you have an actual encounter with the Lord. He's always right there beside you. And I I wanted to give a huge shout out for a moment to my brothers in Christ, Chris Miller, West Pride, both admins, and Tyler Reed, Jeremy Royer, Dakota Bridge, and David Smith, all moderators, along with myself, of a very strong Christian men's group on Facebook known as Men Who Follow Christ. And they're the official sponsors of this show, and I, I couldn't be prouder of them and the selfless sacrifices they each make to make this, uh, the show, the, 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 the spread the Christ and the gospel to men around the world. And if you're a man of God or you're striving to be one, join us today on the Facebook group, Men Who Follow Christ. And this place is for men, but we do recognize that there is a need for, for women to have a, a place like this. So we support our sister page at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the weeping women of Christ. So if you're a woman that would like to join that group, please do. We invite you in. And so as I mentioned uh, last week, I've had the fortunate honor to have met another spectacular man of God, Matt Hardy, through another brother in Christ. In fact, it was Ethan Vanskoy, or shall I call him now Pastor Ethan Vanskoy, uh, that was live on this show blessing us during episode number 14. So if you haven't listened to that episode, take a listen after this one. He's another awesome man of God doing great things uh, with his new home church out there in Oklahoma right this very moment. And uh, he introduced me to Matt and said, bro, you've got to talk to this man of God. He is out of this world and has so much to offer us and your listeners. You just got to meet him. So thank you, Ethan, uh, for introducing such a wonderful example of what Christ can do when he takes over and transforms the old to the new and produces such a strong man of God as Matt is. It's been nothing short of a blessing and a new brother in Christ of mine. So without further ado, let's get ready to uh, invite God in with us right here, right now, and allow him to speak directly to your heart and mind. So, so here it goes. Let's get shaken awake with Matt Hardy of Henderson, Texas. Welcome aboard, Matt. How are you doing today, man? Glad to have you on the show. I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. It's Saturday, one of my one of my favorite days of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, I know we've we've spoken at length before and just for the benefit of the listeners who haven't yet heard or had the pleasure of sharing in in your story, you know, everyone has a story, right? What's yours? Well, I've, um, I guess like a, a lot of people, I've grew up in church when I was younger 
and I would attend and then leave. And of course, you know, life comes and um, I get wrapped up in all the things of this world. So at a young age, I fell into uh, alcoholism. I fell into drugs. I fell into chasing women. And it just, you know, I never, um, I've always been a, what you would call a believer, but uh, developed some addictions early on in life and they pretty much ran me the whole time I've lived in my flesh and um, I guess I always knew what was right but steadily made horrible decisions and ended up in a place where um, where I did not did not want to be so I had to learn the hard way but um, yeah I got I've been in I've been in prison I did three and a half years in prison for DWIs uh, thankfully I didn't hurt anyone during that, never had a wreck, but um, could never get anything right. And, you know, any time that I would, any time I would cry out to God, you know, it was what I heard someone else explaining this, that the difference in worldly sorrow versus uh, godly sorrow. And the worldly sorrow I was experiencing was that things weren't going right for me. I didn't have the right truck. I didn't have the right girlfriend. I didn't have the right job. I didn't, you know, and, and things would, when I'd fall on my face, I would go ask God, you know, please make these things right. But I would never willing to give, give myself to him. I would never to, well, I never opened my Bible up for one. Um, so this just went on and on and on. And, um, you know, until finally this last time it was just too much. So, um, yeah, he, uh, I guess he, um, with the state of the world four or five years ago, you know, I think everyone has seen that things have really amplified. And during that time, that's when, uh, that's when my little, my journey began to him bringing me back into the fold. Yeah. So, okay. So five or six years ago, that was the point in your life that God shook you awake. Um, if, if I may ask, how did he? Well, um, I, I think a lot of people were starting to, run through rabbit holes and starting to, to learn about different things that they didn't learn in school or they didn't learn in church. And, um, you know, in, in the midst of political idolatry, which, uh, you know, it's a, I've, I've never seen it before with, with Trump coming on the scene and, the, um, you know, Obama and everything laying the groundwork for everyone to just fall into this stuff so deeply. And, of course, I just got out of prison. I saw Clinton and Trump running for president, and I hit the rabbit holes. And um, this was kind of, you know, I use this analogy. I learned learned that uh, churches celebrate pagan holidays like Christmas and Easter, so I was ready to go kick Christmas trees over in the churches, but I was too hungover every Sunday morning. Mm. You know, and this, 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 it was a process for me as far as the, uh, I said, you know, as the, with the process beginning of me hitting these rabbit holes, it was, um, I guess, uh, the the more the more I got deeper into learning all that stuff, and, and that's an, that's an addiction too. You know, getting puffed up on knowledge and everything. But I was uh, he he was working on me. That was the beginning of him working on me. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the, the the more I learned about, I finally I, I, then this was more recently in the last year. I guess is when I decided because um, you can do all that learning and still live in the flesh. I mean, knowledge is still a, a part of the flesh, but. Um, that's when I, it finally just hit me. You know, you're telling everybody that we're getting close to end with the fig tree generation. You want to learn all this stuff about prophecy and all about the world, but what are you going to do about it? And it was my um, sister-in-law who is a believer, and she was seeing the stuff I was saying. But she asked me, she said, what are you going to do about it? And then I finally got up one day, and I 
I had a, I was smoking marijuana at the time and I, I walked out there and I dumped that sack out and, um, cried out to God. And, you know, the, that's when I, I, I got into scripture and the more I was reading scripture, it was just things that, um, that I guess that I, it was kind of a culture, you know, with that in the churches that I'd gone to where you just see that, um, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm following you. Where where you're finding out because I I mean it's just strikingly familiar to me uh, in the past two years where you're starting to read things in the Bible. And the way I describe it is you're you're as you're reading it, you come to many many places where you're th- you you stop and you think, wait a minute, where was that my whole life? How come I never heard about that growing up in the church? How come church never? spoke that to me but it's been right here in my bible the whole time is it kind of what you were feeling yeah you know i've i've made that sinners walk up to the front of the church probably 15 or 20 different times and i had um i mean this was a family member i was like i said you know i would start talking about god or seeking after god when things would go wrong and i was talking to her and she said well matt you know you're saved you got baptized when you were five or six, you don't remember that. And I just, that goes along with, with what I'd learned in church, you know, it's just once saved, always saved. And you just, you bury that in a box, like you earned a college degree and you just move on with your life. And, um, that was, um, you read things in scripture and it's just so not at all what we're supposed to be doing. You know, that's when I learned that I was, it was an occupation you're to take up and deny your flesh and, um, and to be a servant for Christ. And, um, it's just, it's not at all what I was learning in church, and it's not. I guess I started learning the difference between trying to uh, appear to be a godly man, you know, to the world, and trying to be a godly man to God, and and going and telling people about His Son, and where before I I would have to, well, I need to watch my mouth, and you know, when the Holy Spirit is working in you, I mean, you when you have that sorrow, you don't have to watch your mouth because if you don't watch it, you're going to have that sick feeling in your stomach. And if you go and you live like the world is, you're, you're just you're going to have that feeling. That spirit is going to convict you when you do that. And it's a, it was a learning process. But um, you know, I, I, I praise God that he that he would chastise me, you know, and kept putting me back on the path. And I mean, obviously he was calling me to him, but I just never answered that call until, you know, right here in the. I feel like it's the the last days, you know, coming. But um, and just I'm I'm thankful for that. And um, it's. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I think uh, one of the things you had mentioned uh, a few moments ago was the rabbit holes. And just for the audience's sake, the listeners' um, sake, I, I think what you're talking about is the uh, the things you can get lost in. Uh, I'll name one of the biggest um, uh, components of rabbit hole uh, production is YouTube. Right, so you've got YouTube groups, you've got Facebook groups, and they have a theme, and and they're pretty convincing. You know, many of them uh, start and end with the enemy, so they're, they 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 appear as a as he does as 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 light, not something dark, and you get sucked into it, and before you know it, you're involved and you're a believer of it rather than the word because you have never studied the word. You've studied what the rabbit trails have had you down. Is that would that be a fair assessment? Yes, uh, that, that, and that, that's a big part of my testimony. And 
I thank the uh, the brothers and sisters who have been patient with me and, and teach me that. Of course, you, you don't always respond well to being rebuked right in the beginning. You know, at least I didn't. But they stuck around with me, and, and, and I, the more I saw it in the Bible, the more I understood what they were trying to tell me. And um, QAnon, everybody's heard of QAnon, and I don't know how you feel about people giving their – this is what I learned from that. I went all the way to the bottom of that rabbit hole, and, of course uh, – you know, if you don't see, if you don't have the milk, the spiritual milk of Scripture, and you run out there and you start trying to eat the meat, I mean, you're going to just going to get so lost. And people are trying to decipher end times eschatology from YouTube videos that are usually taught by New Agers, which you see a lot of the confusion in the church and everything. But um, you you get to studying UFOs and everything else, and um, especially you know you do that as a believer. And you're 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 going to get lost if you can't make sense of it. And so there there was a long period of time where I was into the QAnon stuff, and and I've come to discover and come to believe that the Great Awakening of QAnon, darkness to light, is the Freemasonic end times plan to unveil the Antichrist. And I was um, lost in a lot of those ideas. But the Beast Kingdom is going to be unveiled as just a miraculous light thing you know and and it's caught, caught a lot of people up in that snare and um yeah i'm not i don't do politics anymore i'm not pro-trump anti-trump anything else we're gonna let we're gonna see how all this stuff unfolds but as far as the rabbit holes go yes sir they are they are extremely dangerous to somebody who's not grounded in the word and they're unnecessary to somebody that is grounded in the word you know so well put uh, very well put. Well, th- thank you for clearing that up, and that's uh, that's some great points. You know what what would be uh, Matt one or maybe two recommendations that you'd give those that are lukewarm or just not on fire for the Lord, like they want or need uh, or should be, in order to make a significant change in their life and to start living every day for the Lord. Go to prayer and go to the Bible for for your questions. Don't don't use uh, the measuring stick that that you that you get from society and from from people even in church. Because if you're hanging out with people in church and you're going and drinking with them on the weekends, you know we're, we're to rebuke each other. We're to call, and if you're not being rebuked and you know you're living in the flesh, you ought to question the people that you're around. And we're to be like Christ. So as far as the being lukewarm, I mean um, that. That's what I would do. I would look around and see well-dressed men with their hands in the air praising God, and which that that's all that's all wonderful stuff, you know. But you you just you know if people are really living that, and um, just go to the Word, go to prayer. I mean, Paul Paul told he he said, "I am the least of all you servants." He was just happy to be there, and he was humble, and it was all about Jesus Christ and. If that, if you're not living your life, if if Jesus Christ isn't your measuring stick, then that that's uh, that should cause concern for you. You know, it did me, and it. But like I said, I didn't come to the knowledge of this stuff until I was getting rebuked and, and accepting that rebuking from from fellow Christians. And it's like, well, I never heard this in church, you know. But um, yeah, that just just go to the Word, go to Scripture. Don't. I, I started off. It was. You know, do we celebrate Saturday Sabbath? Can I eat pork? Can I? Because when when I started like truly seeking after God these last several years, um, I was seeking a lot of a lot of the questions that I had. You know, I was asking people on YouTube or on Facebook and joining different Christian groups. And and you're going to come across all sorts of false doctrines. Go to the Word. 
all the questions are in there. You know, we, we read Paul's writings, read read the Gospels, and and don't take man's word for anything at all. So that, that's uh, yeah, that that cleared up a lot of my confusion. Yeah, it's, but that, that's about the best advice I could give someone is go to the Word and go to prayer. Million dollar advice right there. Absolutely, it'll always tell you the truth and it'll never comfort you with a lie. Right? So uh, absolutely, the Word is like they say the ultimate fact checker and. You know, just like we've discussed prior, it's many of the things that you'll learn in the Bible for the very first time, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 60 years of age, because it's just not taught in the church, but it's been right there in front of you in, 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 in God's living word the entire time. So, um, you know, Matt, I, I know you've had some past mistakes. We all have some more than others. I've got dictionaries full. So I'm right there with you, but you've had some past mistakes come back to surface recently that i kind of liken to the fiery furnace can you share a bit about that but also where you see the silver lining in it all being with what the lord may have in store for you in all of this yeah i had a you know i said before i've had six dwis well that last one came two years ago and it was in the midst of um doing all that research and which obviously it was a while living an unrepentant lifestyle, but I got a 60 DWI and it's been starting and stopping because of this coronavirus stuff, but courts have opened back up and I'm not real sure what's going to happen with that. But, um, you know, when it first, when it first come back up, I had a little panic attack. Uh, it's a scary thing to be, to be going to jail in times like these. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, um, but I, I just, uh, I got to thinking about it and praying about it and reading scripture. And, you know, that's like the story of Jonah. He he didn't want to go where God told him to, and he ended up being there anyways. And I've learned that as long as I'm doing God's will, that he's going to watch out for me. And if, his, if it's his will for me to go into prison and, and preach and try to teach and help 67 other men in a dorm, then that's that's what I'm going to do. And if it's out here, if if I if I catch a break and get probation or something else, you know, with everything going on, then um, that's what I'm going to do out here too. So it's not, and that goes back to me wanting to do my will versus do His will. I just um, I'm going to I'm going to take it, you know. But uh, I just have faith that He's going to watch out for me. So. Yeah, what a what a powerful testimony. I think you had mentioned it's it would be up to seven years, and um, you know I can count on uh, one finger how many people have said what they would do if that would happen. And I'll tell you, zero gave that answer. Um, it would be to use that for for uh, for the greater will of God and to uh, be a, a minister. Uh, in in the prison system to help bring people closer to Christ, I, I don't know of anyone um, that would would use that and turn what the enemy you know would have for evil and and use it for good. So man, I, I my hat is off to you, and you're a great blessing and a wonderful. Uh, example of what Christ would have us uh, be and how how to live our life. I mean, that's a classic. Um, you know, right out of the right out of the Bible um, example of what Christ would do. And, um, man, how amazing is that, guys? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll wrap up with this, Matt, because I, I like to ask this question, and I often play this game with myself because um, it's a good exercise. 
and it's uh, it's a good time to reflect and and learn, and it's the proverbial mirror. But if you could go back in time, knowing the relationship that you have with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, what would you tell young Matt? Um, well, you know, I'm not proud at all. I'm not proud of the things that I've done, and I know we're all going to face judgment. And uh, But honestly, I, I think I'd probably just tell him to take it all in. I, that, that's a big part of my testimony is God allowing me to roll around in that field for as long as I did because, um, man, I got to, uh, this is part of my rabbit hole, part of my awakening, but I was looking at the, the music I was listening to, the books I was reading, and I was seeing it in part of the end times deception. It was, um, you know, it's one thing for your parents to tell you that you're listening to devil music, but it's another thing to see it in the lyrics when you start opening your Bible up. And uh, it was just, it's such a big part of my testimony. I don't think that I would, I would do, you know, that that was part of God calling me back to him. He knew what I needed to see. I was, I used to be puffed up on my, my pride, my knowledge and um, biology. I was a biology major. And so, well, we don't know what's out there. And I, I, I'd love getting in debates with Christians on, uh, and calling myself a Christian. How insane is that? But mm-hmm. well, but we just don't know. It's such, it's such a, such a pride uh, thing for people to, to just to just look out there and say, you know, we just don't know. And um, but yeah, that that was a lot of. Um, I had to I had to be humbled, and God knew how to humble me, so I I, I wouldn't change a thing. I don't believe. <laughs> Great answer. Great answer, Matt. Well, Matt, I can't thank you enough for allowing God to speak through you today and into the ears and hearts of our listeners. What a blessing it's been just to hear your story and just see how the glory of God can take over and pull someone out of a just a state of being lost and using, again, what the enemy meant for evil and, and using it for good. And with such a great man of God like yourself, Matt, uh, you're welcome back anytime. And I'm sure it won't be the last time we hear for you. God's not done with you yet. And we'd love to see how you and the Lord are blessing others in the future. Would you be willing to uh, come back on in the future? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, God bless you, Matt. Well, thank you again. And um, before we end today's show, I just wanted to thank you all again uh, for tuning in. And I hope you were touched by God through today's show and Matt's story. Uh, I'd like to ask you a favor only if you've received any value out of today's show. Would you tell at least one person you know? Just call them text them, email them, talk to them, tell them to give the show a listen and check out the show at www.shaken-awake.com. You can email me at ben at shaken-awake.com or just call or text me directly for any reason. I can be reached at 407-493-3208. Again, that number is 407-493-3208. And if you have any ideas for the show, let me know. I'd love to hear your ideas. And next week, tune in next Sunday or whenever you're able as we dive into another important topic, which is where does your faith lie? God or the governments of the world in COVID? So next week's episode is another powerful and do not miss episode thank you all for joining until next week take great care of yourself and each other and god bless you all
Thank you.